0: Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be.
1: Hey, everyone, this is Chris, and welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughters' lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. You know, today is a really cool day because it is the first time that we're having a father and daughter on the show. I am excited to be able to talk to them today. I've been watching their YouTube videos lately, listening to their music, and you might have too. Uh, Matt and Savannah Shaw are with us. They have been creating some really cool pieces to, together, and I've been seeing them more and more as, as COVID has hit, but they've been doing this before that. We're going to learn the story about this and, and really talk to them about this bond that they have together. Matt, Savannah, thanks so much for being here today.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. This is so fun. And what an honor that we are the first father and daughter on the podcast. That is exciting.
1: I think we. I, I have to have more in the future because it is a Dads with Daughters podcast. So, you know, we'll see. We're going to see how this goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're excited to be here. Thanks again for the invite.
1: Well, I always start these interviews with an opportunity to be able to delve a little deeper into you as a father, Matt, but Savannah, you're not going to get off the hook either. So, (coughs) Matt, first and foremost, I want to turn the clock back in time. And I want you to go back in time to that first moment when you found out that you were going to be a father to a daughter. What was your reaction
0: I was so excited and so terrified all at the same time. I loved the idea of being a father uh, my whole life. But when it finally came down to it and I knew I was going to have a child of my own, it became very real to me, the responsibility of it all. That it, it, it was pretty heavy, but it was really, really exciting at the same time because I loved being a dad and I was really looking forward to it. But then, you know, the, as a provider, as a teacher, as a mentor, as all these things I was thinking about and worrying if I was going to be enough. And so there was all these emotions, I think, wrapped into one.
1: There are so many emotions that get wrapped into that. And especially for that first child that you have, because you don't always know what you what to expect. Um, I know I was an only child, but many fathers are not. They come from other families, so they get to see or experience that. But it is definitely memorable and definitely a learning experience that we all have to go mm. through. Now now, now for both of you, one of the things that is Kind of an important piece of the father-daughter relationship are experiences that you have together. So, what would you say for each of you has been the most memorable experience that you've been able to share together?
0: We've had a lot. So yeah, we try to be intentional about creating experiences and memories together. And so I think for for me and with Savannah, um, thinking back, I, I've loved the trips that we've been able to take together to California, where we go to Disneyland. That is Savannah's <laughs> favorite place on earth. So I think I grew up in California, so I grew up going to Disneyland. But as a, as a father being able to revisit Disneyland through the eyes of your child, especially through Savannah, who's the world's biggest Disney fan ever. I think for me, it created a whole nother fun element to going to Disneyland and experiencing every ride again, but through the eyes of, of Savannah. So for me, I think our Disney trips would probably come to mind as some of my favorite experiences with you.
2: My favorite experiences, well, definitely this whole music thing. That's definitely number <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. But I would have to agree with you. I think it's one of my favorite memories have been going on trips together with the family and doing fun things and you're really good at planning adventures so it's <laughs> always so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm glad you brought up the music cuz that for sure that's been a wild ride and life-changing and it's been that's been a big event for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That is a very cool thing, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. I want to say something about your Disney uh, fanaticism there, Savannah, because I think you and my oldest daughter would be two peas in a pod, because my daughter is (laughs) a huge Disney fan as well. Probably, I think her favorite place is Disney World. She's already talking about wanting mm-hmm. to be in the Disney intern program and wanting to kind of know everything and anything she can about Disney. So, you know, those experiences together, I that's definitely for me been an experience that has always been a, a really important one with our family because of how much that's meant mm-hmm. to her. So, so, I just really related mm-hmm. to that in that regard. Yeah. What would you say matt has been the hardest part of being a father to a daughter
0: i think the environment that uh, that girls have to grow up in now can be really really difficult and so for me it's been trying to find a balance between helping her have courage helping her to be kind, but also have a voice and to have an opinion and to be willing to fight for what she feels is right, I think. So for me, it's when she voices an opinion that's maybe opposite of my opinion, I like that in a sense, because that to me tells me that she's got a voice and that she's willing to push back for something that she really believes in. And so... Finding that, that line, um, has been a little bit tricky <laughs> as a parent. But, you know, that's, that's one of the things, you know, being a provider, uh, was always a heavy, heavy burden for me as a parent, knowing that I have a family that, that relies on me. And so that anxiety, I don't think has ever really left me. And so I, I think that's, that's a challenge for me as well.
1: Now, Savannah, your your dad just said something about providing that line and sometimes finding that line is difficult. How does he provide that line for you to be able to find your own voice?
2: I think even more like with this whole music thing, we have very different opinions on some things. And it's been nice because it's like music has kind of given me the opportunity to voice my opinions. And it's kind of helped me find my voice in more than one way. <laughs> So it's been good for us, I think, to have these conversations and negotiating mm-hmm. and just learning together. I think that's been very helpful for me in becoming becoming myself, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's helped our relationship.
1: Now, as you think about the future, Matt, for your daughter, what would you say is your biggest fear?
0: I think that for me, it's, it's along those same lines. I just want to make sure that she knows that she has a voice that's important, that's valid, and that nobody ever tries to squash her dreams or tell her she can't because she's a a girl or a woman. And so we're venturing into this business together. And it's been such a great training opportunity, I think, for what the possibilities could be in, in, in the real world, especially in an industry that has a reputation for trying to mold you into a different image than maybe you want to be yourself. And so it requires a really strong opinion and voice to to make it and to stay authentic and real in in the music industry. And so that's been my fear about going into this. The beautiful thing about it is that we get to do it together. And so for now, at least, we have each other to lean on as we have all these opinions coming at us from every different direction. We have each other and I can help guide this process for for Savannah in learning how to stand up for herself and her own opinions and what she feels like she wants to be her brand and her image to the world.
1: I love that. Now, I think that's a great segue for us to be able to talk about this music and and where you're where you've been and where you're going. So let's go back to the beginning of this. what What was it that initially made the two of you decide you wanted to do that first video together and and to create that music together?
2: Well, I'm in this local children's choir, and my practices got cancelled because of the virus, and I wanted a way to keep in touch with my music friends. so, I decided to create this music Instagram, and I wasn't on any social media before this. And I was too scared to uh, post a video of just myself for the first video. So I asked my dad to come in and sing the prayer with me. And that was what originally got us singing, but I think it's been so great to have this way to share hope and. To make an impact in people's lives, that's something that is so amazing that I really never thought I would have the opportunity to do. So it's been so, so life-changing and so awesome.
1: So you created that first video and it has grown from there exponentially. Grown (laughs) from there. So what was that first video that that you did that really first blew up for you? And what do you think it was? that made it explode the way it did
0: yeah it was it's funny because we we didn't intend for it to to grow like it has we posted it on instagram for savannah's choir friends and then my mom and a few of my sisters don't have instagram so i put it on facebook and so they could see it and then that's when things started exploding so the intention was never to go out into the world, you know, and and to blow up and be this big thing. In fact, I was wearing yard clothes, you know, had just come in from working outside. I had a ball cap and an old family reunion t-shirt on, you know, so I had no idea. Savannah was like, Dad, don't you want to go change? I'm like, no, your friends don't care what I'm wearing. And so now it's been viewed by millions and millions, and I probably should have changed. But but maybe that's part of the reason that it uh, grew like it did, just because it's a, dad and his daughter just making music together. We're not trying to be anybody. We're not And it it came at a time where the world was in a dark place, COVID um, was really becoming serious, things were starting to get canceled, and the family was separated from each other. And I think with all of that going on, to be able to see a dad and a daughter and be reminded of the relationships that mean the most, singing a song uh, about a simple prayer for life to be kind, I think that's what resonated. And it was partly timing and some circumstance, but honestly, we don't know for sure, but that's what, that's our guess as to why it became so popular.
1: Now, Savannah, I'm sure that this was not something that you expected either. Definitely, probably not something that your friends expected. So what kind of, what kind of reaction are you getting from your community, from your friends, from people around you after they've seen everything that this has become?
2: very like i'm very shy and a lot of my close friends didn't even know that i think so i posted this video and they're like what you do this <laughs> so it came as a surprise to them and then it it started growing all of us have just been kind of shot together <laughs> so very unexpected but they've all been so supportive and so kind so we're so grateful for our community, our neighbors, and everyone who's been so supportive and so kind about our music.
1: Now, the two of you have dabbled in a lot of different types of music. I've heard some definite Disney music. There's definitely some secular music, some non-secular music. And what would you say is your favorite music to sing together?
0: We have kind of an eclectic taste. (laughs) We, We really enjoy singing Broadway, Together, that's been fun. Phantom of the Opera is a fun one. That's her and, well, my favorite show, too. That's our favorite show. And so being able to sing some of those songs is fun. I would say the most enjoyable so far has probably been some of the jazz songs that we've done that we have yet to release a couple weeks away. But that is fun. I love Frank Sinatra and kind of the big band jazz. And surprisingly, so does my teenager, Savannah.
2: My favorite music. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: that's kind of, that's kind of abnormal, maybe, for a teenager to love, you know, jazz and Frank Sinatra and that era of music. But man, that's so fun to sing together.
1: Well, that's so exciting for you. Now, you you kind of alluded to some music that's going to be coming out in the future. And, and I, I was able to listen to the, a, a recent video that you put out about some changes and some things that you're excited about. Tell me about some of the future and where you're hoping to go with the music that you're creating together.
0: Yeah, so that video that you referenced, that was us announcing a direction for our music that we're so excited about. Typically in music, you need to go sign with a record label to fund a lot of the, the the albums and to produce shows and but then they own the music and they they own the brand and the imaging and and so especially as a as a dad with the daughter who, who wants to be able to have more control of that and to allow savannah to have control of that we chose to go a different route which is more of a crowdfunding type of platform where you allow your fans to become essentially the producers themselves of your music and it's so fun because they get to help us make decisions on what songs should we put on the album and what what cover art do they like the most and ideas for those kinds of things but then it also allows us to be in control of our brand and image and message that we want to share so having said all that we are working on our first album and we've got some super fun songs we are so excited (laughs) about doing this album together. It's a dream come true. We never thought either of us that we'd ever be able to do this, but to do it together is, is amazing. So that's where we're headed. And then we're working on future shows that hopefully once the dust settles with COVID, then we'll be able to go out and sing live, which is really exciting. There's an energy and um, emotion and flow to live music that, that you can't get anywhere else. So I'm excited to have that opportunity.
1: There definitely is something to a live performance. As a singer myself, I definitely understand that. And, I mean, you feed off of the energy that's in front of you. And it's not the same if you're, you know, trying to sing to a, a crowd on Zoom or, or, or you know, be <laughs> a distance, you know, exactly. trying to be able to, to grab in that energy that is just not in front of you. So I, exactly. I, I completely hear that. I completely hear that. It's really exciting. Now, when when is that going to be released?
0: So the album, we're working on it. We're hoping that that's going to be available sometime, I think, October. October. Yeah. So we're just working super hard to try to get that music done in time for us to maybe do some christmas music we'll see (laughs) but yeah we're hoping october time frame
1: now i've got it i typically ask this at the beginning matt but i want to ask you this because you know you talked about providing for your family and this has been thrown upon you right Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that you either may have done something prior to this or you're still doing something prior to this that is helping you to provide for your family so how are you balancing your Uh, work and your life this etc to be able to do this
0: yeah that's a tough question because this is so new and savannah's looking at me like yeah we're figuring it out <laughs> i own my own company in real estate and so i have a business partner and together we're making it work with the business and we're making it work with the, with the music as well but it is tricky, at least for now, you know, as we try to find this balance, because it's like two full-time jobs that we're juggling right now. And so I've thought a lot about the theory of balance and if it means that everything should have equal attention, or I, I feel like I'm headed more towards a, There, at times there are things that requires. More attention, which means other areas have to suffer. And then other times you focus on those other things more and and maybe work has to suffer and vice versa. And so for me, maintaining a balance is more of prioritizing the things that that get the most of of my attention at, at different times. And so finding that rhythm is still a work in process for us. We talk about it a lot. We're trying to be very intentional about it and set up systems to where we can make sure that we still have time to be together as a family and to make sure each of the children, we have four kids. And so each of the kids are getting the attention that they need as well. But I will confess, we are not there yet. we're working on
1: it. Now, Savannah, I guess the same question for you is, you know, you're still in school and you've got school coming up junior year, right? Still kind of exciting time to be able to, you know, keep moving forward with, with that part of your life too. How are you either now balancing or planning to balance all of those other pieces that are a part of who you are?
2: That actually makes me pretty nervous (laughs) thinking about the upcoming year. Because I still really want to do normal school. I want to have a high school experience. So I'm going to try going to normal school (laughs) and still doing my children's choir and do this music. So, of course, I don't know how that's going to work out yet because the only thing I've worked on right now, like in the summer, is the music. So I'll just take it one day at a time and see how that works out.
1: I think that's all you can do. And, you know, you you talked a little bit ago about the industry itself, and sometimes the industry can be a little unforgiving in regards to how they treat people. So what's been the most eye-opening piece for the two of you in regards to being able to now create your own music, but also thinking of the future for what, Savannah, you want in your life? in regards to the dreams that you have?
0: I think it's so important to find your people, to find a team that you really feel comfortable with, that you can be yourself around, and that you know can celebrate your success with you. Far too often, I feel like in an industry that's competitive and cutthroat, you have people that feel like your success is robbing their success, which it's not. We feel like a a rising tide raises all ships and collaboration is better than competition. And so we have found people to work with, to mentor us that are so happy and excited for our success. However, there are, no matter what you do, there are people that will hate your guts no matter what. (laughs) And I've try to set that expectation with savannah and just let her know that no matter what you do there's 10 percent of people that hate their moms and kick their dogs and no matter what you do they're going to hate your gut so we get a little bit of that even with our music and you know it's just something happening in that person's life that is sad and you know and that that's just their way of venting i suppose but we don't pay much attention to that there is a lot of that out there but we've been lucky to surround ourselves with some very very good and supportive people and that's been eye opening that to, to be able to find people that are genuinely interested and supportive of your success.
1: It is important, especially on a platform like YouTube, you can find, as they call the trolls that do come out and are not the people that you want to read their comments from. And a lot of times they, Mm -hmm. you will be told not to read comments on YouTube because of that. Right. But, you know, it is good though, to find that tribe. I'm just going to say. Exactly. And be able to find the people that have your back and are willing to support you no matter what beyond your family. Because there are going to be those people that will do just that. Now, Savannah, as you think of the future, what do you think you want to do with your music?
2: Well, I love what we're doing right now, just recording and working together. And it's been so fun to do this with my dad. I think when I was little and I was, thought, oh, I want to do music when I grow up. I never really pictured it with a member of my own family. <laughs> so it's so much more special now that I'm doing it with someone that I care about so much and love so much. That is just so much more rewarding. I think so. I would love to just keep on doing music with my dad. So wherever that takes us. We'll like be great.
1: <laughs> I know Matt, you said you have three other kids. Are any of them getting in on the music as well?
0: Yeah. So our youngest, so we have girls that are our bookends. And so it's Savannah, then two boys. And then our youngest is Going to be in the same children's choir that Savannah's in. So that'll be fun for them to do together. And the crazy thing is, we were looking at old family videos just the other day of Savannah when she was five or six singing, and our youngest um, just turned six. And their voices are identical. I mean, it was the craziest thing to listen to. So, and our youngest is also into singing as well. So maybe someday the duo will become a trio. I don't know.
1: (laughs) That's fun. That is so fun. So I always finish our interviews with what I like to call our Fatherhood Five, but we're going to have some questions for both of you, like we did at the beginning. So Mm -hmm. first and foremost, each of you answer this question. In one word, what is fatherhood?
0: For me, I just say love.
2: I think that one thing, like when I think of fatherhood and I think of you, I think of the word selfless. Because hmm. he really does, he has given his whole life to making sure that his family is taken care of. And that brings him so much joy just giving to other people. So, yeah, selfless is what comes to my head. <laughs> well,
0: thank you, Savannah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when was the time, Matt, that you felt that you finally succeeded at being a father to a daughter? And I want to see if Savannah would agree with that, or if she would have a different time that she thinks that you succeeded?
0: Savannah does help me to feel successful as a father. I can't think of a specific time, but I will say that she has grown into the most Kind person. And I don't feel like maybe I can take credit for that. I think that innately you just came as a kind human being, but I I like to take credit for it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, she's a very kind person. And I think the times that I have been so proud are the times when I have heard about Savannah treating people who are maybe the type of people who don't get a lot of love and attention and respect from others when they have come to us with comments that Savannah has been so kind and has made such an impact when nobody else would give them the time of day, made me feel especially proud as a parent. Of all the things that Savannah has accomplished at this point, I I just think I'm so proud of the fact that she is a very kind human being.
2: Thank you.
1: (laughs) What about for you Savannah what do you is there a specific point in time that you feel that he finally succeeded <laughs>
2: i think he's always succeeded i think well i've learned how to be kind i think from you and mom because you show that you show kindness and you've taught that to me my whole life so i think seeing examples of you and mom just being kind to others has put that in me and it made me want to be a more kind person. It's inspired <laughs> me. So I think you you get credit for that, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Yeah, Matt, how would you want your kids to describe you as a dad? And I'm going to see if Savannah would describe mm. you that way. Or if she has a different way that she'd describe you.
2: I
0: think that I would love to see that my kids... See me as somebody who loves them unconditionally. So loving um, is an important thing for me. Protective, caring, supportive, all these things. I I want them to have memories. And maybe I should give a brief background. So memories are so important. Um, Shared experience. My father passed away when I was 14. And so he was 38. And so I'm 40. And so I've, I've got an extra couple of years with my kids than my dad had with, with his, and that was very important to my father as well, to make sure that you always prioritize memories over things. And so that's been a big thing for me is to make sure that we've got enjoyable, fun, adventures, memories that can help us have shared experiences so we can grow together. So maybe those things or what I'd love to be remembered for for my kids
2: and I would definitely describe you as just that I think that (laughs) that is exactly who he is as a person and as a dad and I really do appreciate that you have taught us the importance of memories and you've always made that a priority to like do things with your kids and to even if it's just sitting down and talking with them and talking about their day and if there's anything that they like they need to talk about. It. They don't have to keep it inside. They can say something. So that's something that is very valuable to me. And I know all the other kids.
1: Thank you. Now, Matt, who inspires you to be a better dad? I think for
0: me, my grandpa was a, a huge inspiration. So he is still around and active as ever. Savannah's great grandpa. He's been a huge inspiration to to me. He. Stepped in and kind of filled the shoes as a father figure when, when my dad passed away. And so it's, it's his dad, my grandpa. And he is a huge inspiration to me. I really look up to him and the impact that he had on his kids and the close-knit family that he was able to create, whereas, you know, everybody is still very close today. So I, I would point to him.
1: And finally, this question's for Matt, but then I have a final question for Savannah too. Matt, what advice would you give to other dads? to just be intentional,
0: I think, about your fatherhood. I think if if you think about it, you ponder on it, and you're intentional about trying to find ways to be a better father, I think listening to this podcast is one of those things. Anyone listening, I think, is probably in that boat where you are trying. And and know that uh, failure is a part of the plan. We're all going to make mistakes, and that's how we learn. And so don't don't uh, kick yourself for all the things that you wish you could have done as a dad. I think as long as you're progressing, you're intentional, you're trying to be better, that's enough.
1: And Savannah, for you talking to other daughters, you've been able to create something really special with your dad. Not every daughter has done that or has done it yet. What advice would you give to other young women about the relationship that they either have or can have with their fathers
2: i would say to make it a priority not only for you but for you i think it's important for a dad too to make it a priority because it's a it's a two-way thing you know and i think on both ends listening to each other is so important just to hear each other out and i think that communication is the number one thing that I think has helped our relationship and I think will mm-hmm. help any anyone's relationship with anyone,
1: not just dads and daughters. Yeah, good point. Well, Matt and Savannah, I truly appreciate you being here today. I know that uh, I would encourage everyone to be able to go check out your YouTube page for sure, you know, at Matt and Savannah Shaw. And if you go there, I was just looking and you've had 34.1 million views. Since your page started, that's a lot. (laughs) 34.1 million. Wow. And in the last 30 days, you've had 3.6 million views. Wow. It's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. So if you are listening today and you have never listened to this music and this special bond that we've been talking about in this music that they that Matt and Savannah are sharing, I truly encourage you to check that out. But Matt, where else can people go? If they want to get more involved with the crowdfunding and find out more about where the two of you are going with your music, where should they go?
0: So you can always visit the website, com, And so if you head there, that'll have a bunch of information. Social media, if you just look for Matt and Savannah, across all social media channels, you should be able to find us. But yeah, the Shawfam.com and we'd appreciate all the support.
1: The one thing for you to think about is that Matt is spelled with one T. Hmm. So when you're looking, make sure to look at one T on Matt.
0: And Savannah with no H.
1: With no H. That's right.
0: Yeah, we've made it very difficult, unintentionally, for people to find us. (laughs) But good point. Thank you, Chris, for bringing that up.
1: Well, Matt and Savannah, I truly appreciate you being here. Wish you both the best with everything that's coming up in the future. And I look forward to seeing what comes next.
0: Oh, thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure being on the podcast with you. Thank you.
1: If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out Calling astronauts and firemen,
0: carpenters and muscle men. Get out and be the one to them. Be the best dad you can be.
1: Be the best dad you can be.